We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at Michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug. It is our favorite type of episodes, listener questions. Where we answer... Combined with our other favorite type of episodes, food. Yes, food and listener questions. So thank you guys so much for leaving these so we can answer them on this week's episode. We love helping you guys have a magical Disney experience with whatever knowledge that we have that we can give. Infinite. Infinite Infinite knowledge. knowledge. There you go. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. Next week will be my trip report. So we are recording this a little bit early. So stay tuned for that. But first, we need to thank two longtime Patreons, Ryan Alexander and Andrea Donahue. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show over the years. And here's the best part about being a Patreon, Doug. We ask them the questions first. And we, Mm -hmm. I mean, if it happens, there's only enough room for Patreon questions. They get theirs asked and answered. One one sneaky benefit. There you go. So not only are you getting bonus swag and different shows and stuff like that, you also get your questions answered first because we don't choose favorites, but we do. Okay. Well, uh, speaking of favorites, I have none when it comes to Apple Podcast Reviews. What? It has been, I think so, we've done this show for, I don't know, we've been doing this for like it's four been a while. years. Three times in the history of this show, we haven't had a review since, to read. Since we started reading them, yeah. it's. Uh, and we have like 364 so, reviews, I don't, so. Um, no, no. Not all written out. I don't 357. Oh, 357. Now, someone get it up to 364, like I said this week. Yeah. They, Help don't us make out. Derek a liar. Yes. Come on. Get it there. Get there it there. There you go. Leave um, us a Give me something to read so yeah. I don't just ramble. Well, I mean, next week's my troop report, so it's going to yeah. be a big one. We need a review to read for Derek's trip report, and I could just ramble for a bit if that will entice you to go, but I will spare you. But if we have more weeks where I don't have anything to read, I might be forced to do something like singing or something horrible. You don't want that. Okay, anyway, on to the questions, Derek. There we go. Well, we are starting with our Patreons, and we are going to start with Dylan Gamble. He asks, what was your... Derek and Doug's most magical moment for dining experience, extra Disney magic or character meet, ex- meet, etc. Most magical, Doug. All right. So I thought about this as a family, memories, that sort of thing. I think well, first time we took the kids to Tepan, you know, in Japan and doing the hibachi experience. Yes, you can do a hibachi anywhere in the country. Right. They're all over the place. But there's something different when you're coming in from a theme park. You're in the Disney bubble. Um, The kids are much more comfortable. They're ready to go. You're open to that interaction between the chef and yourself. And the the kids had a blast. They ate everything, which I'd make fun of my kids eating only, you know, the food group of yellow. Um, But it was just a great family experience, one that I'll never forget. Um, it quite the experience for us. So there you go. Derek, like what about you? Seven and a half years ago, I was in Disney's California Adventure, 
and it was for my daughter's about to be third birthday. This is our first family vacation together and the first time we ever used Michelle McKnight as a travel agent, which is a whole story in itself. We should probably talk on Patreon sometime how we got hooked up with Michelle. But we went to Ariel's Grotto, which is no longer there anymore. No, it's just a shame. R.I.P. One of the best ones. And my daughter, who's a little redhead, who's obsessed with Ariel, fell in love. And we didn't have a lot of money. So, like, this was our big splurge for the trip. And it was such a great experience. We The picture is still hanging up uh, of our daughter and Ariel. We actually got two of them, like one in her room, one on our Disney wall. The, the character interaction was phenomenal. But it... It was done so well with me booking with Michelle and the magic of that moment that we're like, we're going to book another trip. And we booked with Michelle right away to say, hey, next year we're going to Walt Disney World. And that started this process of going every year, which led into this show. So that is magical. Without that magical dining experience, I don't think we would be here right now, Doug. That's why you got to eat good food. It's all cyclical. It's all about the food. It is. So, all right. That was was my big one. That's a good one. Yes. Thank you for asking that, Dylan. I miss that restaurant. Disneyland needs a princess dining. They do. Badly. I don't understand how they don't. All right. right. We're going on to Wendy. If I can't get into Topolino's for breakfast the day we leave, what is a good alternative? Looking for something that will carry us through the day and characters are a plus. No park tickets, but plenty of time to travel around property. All right. Well, if you're looking for characters, there's only really one other main option, and that is Chef Mickey's. Uh, We still don't have characters at breakfast at Cape May. Or, at 1900 yep. or Ohana. Or for Felicia. I can never, the boardwalk. For, yeah, the boardwalk restaurants yep. that I Gone can never say there, that the I get right made now, fun so. of. Yeah. Excellent. It's good food. It's good, like, just Italian breakfast. It's just, there's no princesses and princes right now. So it's Chef Mickey's, and it's still served family style as of recording this, which I actually prefer. It will definitely fill you up. Um so Chef Mickey's is a good option. Any other breakfasts that you can think of outside of the theme parks right now that you'd recommend over right that? Right now, I'm, I would say I was going to agree with you. Chef Mickey's, and it's still possible to get ADRs. It's it's still a bigger restaurant. It's not like Ohana Breakfast, which is a little bit more challenging to get. But it's, it's, it's still a hard. challenge. It, it, it's yeah. more of a challenge right now. Oh, it's one not, of the few only, characters. You're right. So. Topolino's hard, but I would say Reservation Finder through Touring Plans. Great thing. Make sure you do that, and you might you might get lucky with Topolinos. So yes, there, there all we right. go. I like it. All right. CT asks, "What's your favorite character meal? What's your favorite quick service, not in a park? And what's your favorite pizza on property?" So three questions. So Doug, favorite character meal, go. I usually say Garden Grill. Oh, you're one. taking That's, mine. Okay. Oh yeah, it's. But I will say breakfast Topolino's is is up there. I've enjoyed that. It's really good food. Garden Grill, you have great character interactions, an amazing meal, and the best part, it takes one hour. One circle around that thing. They have that place down to a science. I've been, I actually got another mm-hmm. ADR for our trip in March. Excellent. All right, favorite quick service not in a park. Yes. Um, there's a lot of options. Um, I have some very, lo- like, ones i don't like but i will say there's roaring fork at Warner's lots that i thought about there's the place at the grand floridian that's pretty solid decent um, burger. 
Riviera has a good one. But I think favorite. my favorite is Captain Cook's. Oh, I the like poly? The, yeah. the Hawaiian flavors, I the pineapple, the pork. You can get uh, uh, nachos that are really good. Very different than anything else that you'll see. I was going to throw the poutine in over at Disney Springs. You need something quick before you go mm. in shopping. Got to get yeah. yourself some carbo loading right there. And it's always Ugh. highly reviewed at touring plans. Okay. But actually, what? the Riviera Quick Service is my favorite out of any resort. What do you like to get there? At the Riviera? Mm-hmm. I always get breakfast. I'm I'm a big quick service breakfast. Like, I, And it's the same at all of them. Uh, I got a burger there one time. It was still pretty good after hours. But I just like because I feel like it's efficient. How, how are you there to get breakfast? You're rope dropping somewhere, Derek. You're rope dropping. Yeah, I'm a crazy morning person. They're open that early, huh? I get breakfast for the whole family, bring it up. We scarf it and go. Okay. All right. Uh, favorite pizza on property? Well, other than Pizza Rizzo, obviously, it's uh, it'd be in Napoli. Of course. There's only I'm, one option. And I like the – there's the margarita is great. Um, there's also the one with, I think it's sausage-based um, one that I can't remember the name of it, but it's good too. Those are my favorites. One day you're going to have to come over and try one of my pizzas. With my I want to. Pizza I, oven. I can smell it through your – Social media posts. All right. All right. Emily asks, when it comes to Epcot, should I make reservations? If so, where? Or since there's almost always a festival, should I just do a food booth? Uh, booth. And what is your number one place to eat at each park? All right. This is a tricky one because it depends on the festival, how many times you've been there during the festival, who you're going with. If I'm there with my kids... I'm going to book an ADR, sit down somewhere in air eat, conditioning, right? Service drinks brought to me. I don't care about the food booths when I'm there with my kids because my kids do not give to anything about they, food. They booths. don't want a sushi donut. Got it. No. However, looking at the festival, of the arts food, if I'm there with just adults, I might find enough at the festival, of the arts, I, food and wine this year just didn't have stuff that really called to me, but Festival of the Arts looks more my There's style. There's a reason why it's my favorite festival. Yeah. Um, so it really, for me, it depends on what, who I'm there with, what I'm doing, maybe the day of the week even. Like if it's a weekend, I might, even just as adults, I might still book an ADR So because food booth lines can get stupid long. That That is true. Uh, I know there has been many a times where I've had an ADR and we've eaten so much at food booths that I'm no longer hungry for that ADR. So I have to cancel it, push it, cancel, push it, cancel it. Yes. Done that. Um, I will say if you have not eaten at space 220, it is the newest Epcot restaurant. Got to check it out. Yeah. Check that off the checklist, not a bucket list on that one. Yep. Um, So what is your number one place to eat at each park, Doug? Well, if we're doing counter service no you just got one one oh just one one place i can only one One, meal that's where i'm taking it yes all animal kingdom is satuli canteen i agree with you there so if if we agree do we give a backup or just we'll just agree let's give a backup if we agree um then i'm probably going yak and yeti dang it that was my backup so So we agree there we go we're too much alike yeah nomad lounge maybe a third okay go on that's a good one too heart yeah um, 
let's go Hollywood Studios now. Oh, that's that's hard. Fifties really done. See, I yeah. Hmm. Can't it's like my children. I can't just pick one, Derek. Um, um Rosie's All American Cafe. No, I'm joking. I kind of like the the. Uh, I, okay, you went 50s. I'll go ABC Commissary and get my uh, grilled cheese, my, the buffalo chicken grilled cheese. I just really like it. Okay, sounds good. Really well, like it. It will probably be gone by the next time I'm there, though. Probably. That menu changes quite frequently. Where are you going at in Epcot? Just one thing to eat. Um, I'm going to stick counter service and go Regal Eagle. Ooh, you're not going fancy at Epcot. You know, I don't need to. Go okay. Regal Eagle. Okay, you know what? I was going to go fancy and say Teppanito. Get some Japanese food cooked in front of me. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that's a good one. I was contemplating being Napoli, but, you know, back to the pizza thing. They said on property. I was thinking in parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like Blaze. I know it's a chain. You can get it every lots of places, but it's solid. Okay. Okay. You can All right. try my pizza Do, anyway. Yeah. Yours and then looks... Magic, Magic Kingdom. Let's go. Let's knock this out first. Not Tony's, eat? not the Plaza, not Crystal Palace, not <sighs> nowhere. Can I, was, I leave the park? I was going to Cinderella's. Yeah, that I don't steak wanna... I've had is amazing. I'm not, I don't want to spend see, the like, money. I don't want to spend the money. I, I would say if I had to pick, I'm torn between Pecos and Columbia Harbor House at this moment. If I get one meal in the park, money is an option. One of those two. Thank Money, you. not an option. Gaston's, and no. you'll be good. No, no. Hey, they have a giant cinnamon roll for the 50th at Main Street Bakery. I saw that. That looks good. You should try that. Compare it to the Gaston's for oh, That Derek. could be a whole review. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm going to do that. All right. Just for this show. So that will be. The things we do for you, listeners. There we go. Things I do for cinnamon rolls. All right. Chloe asks, what add-on experiences are overrated versus the ones that are worth the cost? I can tell you the ones that are worth the cost real quick. And if we're keeping this in the dining realm, um, the fireworks dessert parties, I think, are worth the cost. I was going out of the dining realm, and I was going to say any kind of tour is worth the cost. Backstage tour, Keys to the Kingdom. And there is food on a lot of those tours as well. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about the overrated add-on experiences? I was – I really was trying – I was going to – you say this dessert parties. I, I have a hard time with the the price with dessert parties. I'm doing one here in a couple – while the show you comes out. You haven't experienced it I know. It I haven't. I, that's, why, that's why I've never done it because I've always felt like the price versus – so now I get to do one. You're um, going to have – space around you yeah. when you watch fireworks i mean you, you could crowd in and not have space mm-hmm. but if you want space you could like you know put your arms out if you do it that's, right that's why i'm doing it that i've always thought that was overrated so i'm finally I, gonna do it i will say it's not the best view the best view of fireworks you still have to go fight for your spot in the center in the middle of the hub however if you want to have a stress-free scarf down a bunch of desserts Okay. You go watch. Overrated. I think they did some of the evening hour things like that frozen dessert party where you basically just rode frozen and then had desserts. That seemed overpriced, overrated to me. But 
we shall see. Okay. Sounds good. Hopefully that helps Chloe. Jenny asks, if you could only do one table surf meal, a trip, what would you do? And this is what we do and struggle with as a decision. So they That's hard. With yeah. One. Just one a trip. Yep. I have an answer for this, Doug. With no parameters whatsoever. Yep. I mean, it, assuming I'm not doing the same meal every trip, like you're going mm-hmm. to go somewhere different. I think I'd start with Ohana. I don't know. One. Am I wrong? No. Well, here's my Maybe. the way I'm answering this question. Okay, let's see, see where your head's at. It's I'm going somewhere I've never been before. So okay. I know, I know, but it's it's yeah. like I will look at all the restaurants I have never done, and every trip I, I make it strategic that I go somewhere. In fact, for our trip in April, Doug, I said our day before I want to go somewhere you and I. Neither of us have gone if we can find a restaurant. So that is one, uh, my thing. So this next trip, we got beaches and cream. Ironically, I've never been there. Okay. It might kill me, but I'll go. If you were, if you were starting at scratch, never been to any of them, where would you go though? I would put Ohana right up at the top and then California grill. Those two California Mm, grill fireworks, great food, great view. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. So Scott asks, what's your favorite Disney Springs meal? Not the one you've eaten the most. Your favorite. My favorite. I, uh, yeah. The one I've eaten the most is Blaze, but my T-Rex, favorite is. T-Rex Cafe. Oh, so Lord. much. I'm glad you've eaten there so we don't have to go there the yeah, day before the start. That's true. Good point. Um, oh, Homecoming. That's my favorite days, Disney Spring. The fried chicken, the donuts. I mean. Someone gave me fried chicken and donuts. How do I not like that? Nice. Uh, I'm going, I'm kind of, I, I got a, I'm going polite pig for recent. It was amazing barbecue, tasted great. And I felt cost really good. And then I haven't gone to the Raglan road in a long time, mm-hmm. but man, I had such a great experience there. Um, pre kids and need to get back there with, you know, some time. Maybe take the kids. But, yeah, it was amazing food and just an amazing experience. All right. Not one I've wanted to do during COVID, ironically, Doug, so we have not. Yeah. Darn this pandemic. Yep. All right. All right. Jill asks, what are your thoughts on New Year's Eve at Epcot? All right. So food-wise, Disney dining-wise, this is where you need to make an ADR. Yes. For both meals. And you need to be there to get a spot early. Um, my true thoughts on New Year's Eve at Epcot. It's amazing. Tons of fireworks. Personally, we walked around, said this is nuts. And we watched it from um, the bridge over by the Swan and Dolphin. And There's we went a to lot a, of people. There's a, a lot very of empty booths. Hollywood it's, Studios. If you're not ready for a lot of uh, drunk locals a little bit. That's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Uh, we that evening at Hollywood Studios was just a ghost town. And we were staying at the yacht club. And we after the fireworks ended at midnight in Epcot, we watched from that bridge. Our room was over by that corner. We were back. We were in our beds in like ten minutes. It was that worked. Um, if you want an experience unlike any other. There you go, Epcot. New Year's I will Eve. agree but with that. Very make your dope. dining reservations so that you have a place you can walk in, sit, and have a. Otherwise, there's going to be a line at everything. So, there we go. I like it. All right, Brent 
asks, let's say you're doing rope drop to close with your families in each of the parks. One day for each park, no hopping. What are your must-do things? Where do you eat, etc.? Bonus points for lesser-known, more overlooked things on your list. This is a whole show. I agree. Um, yeah, here's kind of a rundown. If we start Animal Kingdoms, yeah, we go listen to our How to Rope Chop in 2022 show. Yeah, it, uh, it's got a lot first of downloads. One. Actually, crazy. Yeah, good. so go listen to that. You can. What we're suggesting to do, that's what we would do, right? Um, and then we eat. We. I, uh, I, I'll change. I got a couple. What? What? We go for it. Like, I think, uh, I think we're gonna try and get to Nomad Lounge, like animal. It's like mm. if I don't have yeah. kids with me, um, or kids, it's like the trip completely changes where to eat, where to go, things to do. Like when we did that guys trip last mm-hmm. year, it was completely different when we were choosing dining and and what to go and what yep. to do. Different. So that's a big part of it. Yeah. Nomad Lounge is good. That was good. Yeah, any kind of, if it's adult-only type areas, like if we're at Epcot, yes, go to La Cava. So the lesser-known oh, things. Oh, yeah. I would I would try to make sure, you're going rope drop to close. I would try to make sure you're doing Carousel of Progress at the Magic Kingdom. Um, at Hollywood Studios, you're getting to Frozen whether you have little kids or not. Right, it's entertaining no matter how old you are. Oh, you weren't um, saying cars? No, don't. Do Lightning McQueen's oh, Racing that. Academy. I just no, did a, a few months ago it was great. By yourself without no. Callum? No, I took. You doing it, it this great. trip when he's not there? No, probably not. You're exactly. Right. Okay. Um, if you're going rope drop to park close, you can do those lesser things. Do the stunt show because Doug chose not to do the stunt show. Indiana Jones. Dude, it was opening day. There was still, lines, still and I going did not show. care. Okay. Yeah, you go. I you you go enjoy. They're doing those stunts for you, um, but you know, kind of similar to the stuff we said for each park. Favorite quick service, that sort of stuff already. I we hit those. Those are our regulars. I think um, counter service in Hollywood Studios. What's your favorite, Derek? Do we give that yet? No, I don't think so. I, I tend to go to Woody's almost every single time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of been my go-to. Uh, yes, Docking Bay a little well, bit. Is that like breakfast, though, that you go there? Yes. Yeah, I don't Why do you keep breakfast? thinking of breakfast? Where do you go for lunch? Normal uh, people almost, eat lunch in a park. That's true. I always forget to do that. Uh, docking Bay. I've gone there okay. so many times, but I don't want to do it now. Uh, if you're doing quick service, they don't really have a lot of great quick service at Hollywood Studios. I, yes, they do. They abc's menu i, I is went there good last now. time the, the tacos i had the pork is, tacos it was good it's the, the the tacos the grilled cheese it's it's good uh piso rizzo's you go upstairs it's the quietest counter service experience you can have other than eating early at columbia harbor house and going upstairs um those are my suggestions those the quiet places and if you're there all day you need some quiet it helps you a lot um epcot counter service I, as I said, I like Regal Eagle, but make an ADR, eat somewhere, try something new. So many good restaurants. Um, I would only avoid, you know, like if there's a type of cuisine you don't like, maybe avoid that. But to be honest, every restaurant has like a steak, a chicken and a fish dish. Like you, you can go somewhere and like you can go to Coral Reef. And not like seafood, and you're fine. No, that steak was horrendous. Like, nope. But I'm from Nebraska, okay, well, so yeah. I, sorry, that was they like, have they have other things. 
Yeah. You don't have to have seafood. They they got options. Um, so you know, be adventurous with your food. There's really no wrong choice there. Um, Animal Kingdom, yeah. The other counter services are lackluster. Flame don't Tree, go a lot to of Pizza people Fari. love them. It's fan favorite. Restaurantosaurus, man. My kids love it's it. It's burger and fries. Um, so, but Satuli something different. Yeah. The and you know your picky eaters, they can get the kids. Harambe Market. Quesadilla. There's some different things up there. Yeah, that's good if the weather's nice. But if it's a hundred degrees, it's outside. They got great food, but horrible seating. Yep. So keep that in mind. So there you go. Hopefully we gave you some ideas and from the other that, questions that too, right? That's definitely a whole show, I think, in there. Yeah. But, uh, we have one on Instagram from jblock12. He asks, best vegetarian option uh, for a character meals? They seem awfully expensive for just a salad. Just wondering if something had a better option than others. Well... You've come to the right yeah. place for oh, vegetarian right. information. No, not the right no. place. That was all sarcasm. Oh, man, Sorry. I was going to jump. I was like, well, who is a vegetarian? <laughs> like the worst meat eaters I've, I know. I've, I've eaten more salad in the beef? last two weeks than ever in my life. I just split a beef with my father-in-law. So we have so much. We have a half a cow in our house. I mean, we love vegetarians. We're not... You do you eat your. But I, here's the thing: I, I don't, especially character meals. I mean, if if you're gonna make it work, you go to the ones when they're open that are more buffet styles, and you have more options. I'm thinking 1900. I'm thinking Hollywood and Vine because some of those character meals are just like Garden Grill. I don't think that'd be a good option if you're a vegetarian. I don't know, and all the menus have have pretty good vegetarian options now usually yeah. you have a, a vegan option mm-hmm. and a vegetarian option that's not just a salad so disney's really kind of gone ab- above and beyond compared to a lot of places with their vegetarian options i want to just give me a restaurant derek that... like a character meal restaurant yeah pick Topolinos. one look... okay let me go look that up and you know it's Topolinos, right? I, how I've many said times? it wrong a thousand times. It's okay because people make fun of me how I say three Cabaneros wrong. It's part of the show. Once you start saying something wrong, it's now becoming – it's like a drinking game. So it's its own... some of our listeners just took a shot. I'm sure they did. All right. So let's see. Topolinos has a quiche. That won't work. Two eggs. That's a wild mushroom scramble. Spinach, plant-based eggs, plant-based sausage, tomatoes. So there you go. A while a scrambled plant-based eggs, um, sour cream waffle. So depending on your definition of vegan or vegetarian, that one would work because it has plant-based sausage in it or regular sausage. You can tell them. Um, salmon won't work unless your definition of no meat is during Lent. Uh, fruit plate. That's what you want for a $42 meal. Spiced, that won't work. Wood-fired butcher steak, definitely not vegetarian. So there you go. There was that one really solid wild mushroom scramble. That's on the breakfast menu because that's when they have characters. Give me one more. Give me one more. Uh, in a character park. meal. In a park? Let's, yeah. You know what? I'm now wondering Garden Grill. What do they do for vegetarian? That curiosity because – I love that. I don't... Like good meat, and I mean, is it even worth going to if you're Yeah, that one might be even worse. Yeah. I, that one would probably you're, you're be... You're slowly answering the question, Doug, that it, it's kind of challenging. 
Gar Grill. Let's look at the menu here. So there's the garden salad, which is which is good. It's a salad. Um, we got beef, turkey. Those don't work. Creamy mashed potatoes, which are excellent. Macaroni and cheese, seasonal vegetables, herb and leek stuffing. Um, I'm pretty sure allergy friendly. Well, I think I think you're nailing the. Uh, it's it's yeah, definitely I think... not fine. I mean, if you want the characters, great, and that's what the character meals are all about. Is that you are getting to not wait in yeah, line? Yeah, I want to do Gar and Grill because their highlights are the meat. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I think some of the buffet styles when they come back. Will however, be a good you you something like this. You asked the chef. You asked to. Mm-hmm. You say I'm a vegetarian. They might make a dish that's different. Just for you, that's not even on the menu. Yeah, because I've had stuff made that's not on the menu. And sometimes I get it, and everybody's like, ooh, can I have what he's having? And they're like, will a mango kill you? No. Then no, you can't have it. So You know, all the times we've eaten, I've never had that thought. Of can I have what he's having? Correct. When you look at my food? Yes. No, every time you eat with me, they just take forever to bring me my food because they put the stick in it. so true. They do. Like – 10 minutes later, sometimes 15. The best is when the whole table waits. Like at Whispering Canyon, you guys were getting all antsy. Oh, You're like, so where's our food? I was ready to eat. I think that was, Wes a lot of was about too. to chew his arm off. Yeah. I mean, it was – that was a long wait. And I was like, guys, it's because we told him about my allergy. And, uh, yeah, so. So, all right, let's move to nine non-dining. Oh, I got first. one oh, more dining one that came in at the buzzer. is from Troy. Where should I eat for my 40th birthday trip? Ooh. I I can answer this as to where I ate on my 40th birthday. California Grill. I was going to, that's. That's what, I mean. That's, we ate there for, I forgot, 10 year wedding anniversary. That was a good one. It's hard for me to give advice I didn't follow. Go big, you know, go to Gico's or go to one of the high end signature restaurants. Yachtsman. Yeah. Oh, I've always wanted to go to Yachtsman. That's been on the list for a while. I say just go big. Whatever you do, it's your 40th. Go eat, you know, lobster stuff with steak if you want to. So go big and enjoy it. And most of all, let us know where you decide to go. So non-dining. Carla asks, give us the order of operations for making individual Lightning Lane Genie Plus reservations if money is not an issue for each park, especially Hollywood Studios, if you only have one tech-savvy adult. First, you're going to need two cell phones. Or you just... Yeah, two cell phones would be hard, though. Then you might... Two hands? The the standard advice we give is that you have two people run the same account, one to make... Um, your individual lightning rain for like Rise of the Resistance, the other person make your Slinky Dog. Hollywood Studios is really the most important place um, because they both can disappear quickly. The most important one is Rise of the Resistance because its standby line, if you don't get that, is going to be significantly longer than Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog's also easier to rope drop if you have the early morning entry if you're staying on property. So I would do Rise of the Resistance then move on to making your um, Genie Plus reservation. See what time Slinky Dog is. Get it if you can still, and then th- that is what you, you got. Um, that would be the order I would go there. Um, 
the order doesn't really matter at Epcot. Um, I would make, you know, whatever you want first, probably your Ratatouille uh, book that if you're doing that and then or actually do test track and then Ratatouille probably be the suggestion there. Then move on. Let's see. Animal Kingdom. Safari. Flight of Passes. Those are your two big ones. I, I think either order you're fine. Um, but you got to be quick into one out to the other. Or like Derek said, two phones have them kind of ready on the right screen. Um, no, Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom's tough. Um, Mine Train can bump out pretty fast, but so can um, Jungle Cruise. So you might want to do Jungle Cruise then Mine Train, because you have more control over the individual Lightning Rain time than you do the Genie Plus one. So mm-hmm. if you're slow at confirming things on Jungle Cruise, the time just creeps out. Where you do an individual Lightning Lane, you pick that time. So I would usually probably make the Genie Plus reservation, then go for your individual Lightning Lane. But if you do that with Rise of the Resistance, it will not be there to make. There you go. That was convoluted in a lot of stuff. We, we've talked about it on a lot of shows lately. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, we. It's get it's just complicated. It yep. is not easy. Nope. Ugh, all, all right. Ryan asks, "What are good Disneyland rope drop strategies?" Um, boy, this is an easy I mean, one. Rise of the Resistance. No, I don't no, know. no, no, no. For Peter me, Pan, what are you it's doing? whatever is Radiator. not at Walt Disney World, you're okay. doing at Disneyland. So, like, I've rope dropped Indiana Jones, Matterhorn, mm-hmm. things like that. Attractions that I can only get at that park. And Good also, idea. it's uh, Disneyland, so the really narrow streets. It is important to get on the rope. Elbows. Sharp elbows. Yeah. Um, California Adventure is Radiator Springs yeah, Racers. Yeah, absolutely. Get to Cars Land. Although you can buy it and not worry about it. Mm-hmm. That's the other option. No. No. Just buy it. So, yeah. The Disneyland. That's enough Disneyland talk, right? Okay. For there, there 2022. You go. I, just, I like my strategy because like, yeah. Yeah, I do do the non- Mr. Toads. Yeah, actually, you know what? We did rope drop that one time. That was the very first thing we did. We were like fourth person on it. So, all right. We are moving to on to Wendy. For extra evening hours for the deluxe resorts, how do they determine if you're staying at a deluxe? Magic bands, question mark? They will have different spots where they will scan your yeah. magic bands or your park media, whatever you're using to get in your door, even your phone, and it shows your reservation and um they're, it's pretty simple, similar to how they did evening extra magic hours exactly. in the past. Magic yep. iPad. So, and Jenny follows yep. up with that one actually. Has mm-hmm. anyone uh, done the deluxe resort bonus hours after the parks? Uh, I've heard a lot about early entry, but nothing about after hours. Doug, I tried to do it, but my kids do not stay awake, nor do I really do. I realize on this last trip. So, I'm hoping uh, this trip that we'll be on here staying at Beach Club, we're able to do it. Yeah, and I've heard great things about everything except headliners, which is expected. Oh, headliners yeah. take a while for um, the time to come down because they the regular park guests are still in line for an, could be an for the hour. first yeah. hour or so of the evening hours. So just put those off towards the end of the that. It's you got to remember reverse rope drop strategies while you're doing those evening hours. Um, we'll do a show about reverse rope drop here and. 
oh, three weeks, four weeks, something like that. Um, so be watching for that. But that's kind of what you got to employ for those last couple hours. Reverse rope drop. You go to the less popular stuff first, more popular later. So it's just the opposite of what you do at rope drop. Um, but I've heard great things about them. I've have heard not, wonderful things, yes. Have not had the chance to experience them because the days we were deluxe, it wasn't happening, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So Yeah, kids, man, they just can't stay up as late as... Yeah. No, I can't either. So anyway... Uh, Adam, final question asks: Are there any advantages of staying in and or on in and on property resort over a good neighbor hotel? Specifically, comparing the Swan and Dolphin as a Marriott member, what do you get uh, at the Pop Century? All right. Well, we used to say, "Oh, you get Magical Express." Okay, you don't get nope, that. That's either. gone. You used to say you had to pay for parking there. Well, we don't get that anymore. So, yes, the list has definitely gotten smaller. You still get the perk of making your individual lightning lanes at 7 as opposed to 9 or park opening. So that you still get that perk. You get the morning hour. You get the evening hours. So you get that perk. Um, the big difference is the feel of the resort mm -hmm. um i would compare it to it feels like you're in las vegas in a resort um at least where i've stayed in vegas that's kind of the the lobby it just gives that vibe um i mean no casinos or smoking or anything like that but it's just the it's it's a convention hotel it feels like a convention hotel am i in downtown denver at a dental convention or am i at disney world it's hard to tell Man, um, I would rather be at Disney World than in right? a dental convention so any day of the week. Literally, like the comparison. The other big thing is the rooms are not that exciting and double beds still. Um, so consider that. What you get at Pop Century, um, you you get the theming, you get the Disney cast members. Skyliner, boom. Skyliner. Well, you can walk to the Skyliner from the Swan and Dolphin. It is quite a hike to the Skyliner. You can take a but, boat, but yeah. Yeah, you. I was thinking all the off properties, not just yeah. Swan and Dolphin. Oh the yeah, neighbors. just Swan. Yes, the good neighbors. Swan and Dolphin's like good neighbor with like some icing on it. Yeah, and so the the one knock that still is there that has been for a while, other than the the lack of theme and smaller beds, is the buses run every thirty minutes and every instead of every twenty minutes. So, and that's a published by Disney sort of thing. Um, so how much slower they are i don't know can't speak to that but that's that's what they say um yeah I just, there you go I, I after doing them both i just prefer to stay in the bubble in fact we had a book and off disney day and nope we decided to stay in the bubble doug so it's I, we like it over good neighbor yeah yeah the I do miss magical express though already yeah it's service. it's the weird bad service alone well and they could still do that like because that was ran independently, yeah. especially the airline check-in. That was the best because mm -hmm. you didn't have to worry about the line when you got back to the airport. And you can also tell the impact of the lack of airline check-in at the airport because that had to take some burden off the lines in the airport. Yeah. So many people checking bags in the morning at the parks, at the hotels. That's why we're having so many issues right now with bags. Right. At MCO. MCO doesn't know how to handle them all because they, they haven't. Yeah, that's actually a good point. So there you go. There's all of our listener questions all wrapped up, Doug. There you go. 
So if you listen to this and you're like, oh, I have a question, you know what? You can still message us at Rope Drop Radio, all the things. We would happy to give uh, any information that we have to help you. And I think the best answer to every question is use a travel agent because Michelle knows more than we do and would love to help you book a magical Disney vacation. Or if you want to rope drop Disneyland, she can help you with that as well. So her email is in the show notes. Talk to her about all the things going on this year. And yeah, that does it for us. So be if you want to get into our Patreon show and be a part of that amazing community, you have to click that in the show notes as well. And be sure to leave a review because Doug is sad and I'm sad that there's no reviews. So help us get our numbers up and Doug can say something next week on the show for my trip report. So that is all the time that we have. So for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.